This is MIA2K Podcast, and we are your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We are your pilots, Kathy and Laura, two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies, taking you on a ride through the Hallyu wave from our perspective as opinionated, grown Latina fans from Miami. Before we close the cabin doors, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you like to watch, our in-flight podcast video is available on YouTube and Spotify. Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes. So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hi, everyone. While we're off for the summer, we thought we'd bring you our latest episode in smaller chunks. Ready yourselves, because FNC Entertainment is a doozy. Let's get into it. So we are going to be talking about F. NC Entertainment. The history part's going to be real brief because the meaty part is scandals. And the scandals are scandalizing. Sorry. They I'm are scared. insane. Trigger G- warnings? Oh my God, from right now. Like, skip this section if you want. <laughs> so, just really quickly, it was founded in 2006 by Han Song Ho as FNC Music. <laughs> For the first six years of existence, they only managed musicians. And it wasn't until 2012 where it changed its name to FNC Entertainment and it began broadening its like business. So uh, just in 2021, they established two new labels, one for girl groups only, FNCW and one for Trot, FNCB. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Also, I just thought it was interesting that FNC, the name comes from that tale in the Bible where Jesus took five fish and fed like a crowd so i just thought ironic really it's from that is it is it it's five loaves of bread and two fish isn't it? right yeah so that's the 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 ceo is really really christian oh. so he hoped that by putting this into the company name it would kind of bring a lot of blessings into all of their business dealings currently the artists under them are SF9, Cherry Bullet, which is under FNCW, P1 Harmony, FT Island, and CN Blue. So formerly, which I thought this was really interesting because I didn't know, they had AOA, which is a girl group, and Ju J Suck, which is literally like the king the of The biggest name Korea. in entertainment. Yeah. Right. So he was there for a very long time. And then he moved to Antenna from here. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... Their controversies and scandals, like I said, are just gird your loins. I'm gonna gird my loins because I don't I don't know the scandals. Laura's gonna teach me and she's gonna take us all to church right now. So I I think I'm gonna start with the least scandally to the most, I guess. So the first one is kind of like P Nation um dealing with COVID. So it was basically their alleged involvement with a religious sect. So Rumors started spreading in the internet that FNC artists were part of a Christian sect that was reported as largely responsible for the outbreak of COVID-19 in Daegu. I remember a lot of those stories in 2020, like the crazy religious sect people that were trying to spread COVID like on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Those people. Those people. So obviously FNC was like, no, none of our artists are involved with the sect. 
and we will take legal action to anyone that continues to spread these rumors. 2020 was crazy. <laughs> that's all I can say, like weird. So that's kind of like not really a big deal, right? Like, sure, because they were innocent. Uh-huh. Right, right. Moving on, unfair contracts. They're part of that group not, of girlies. Not SM, not again. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. So in March 2017, the Korean Fair Trade Commission inspected eight agencies. Aside from FNC, they also inspected JYP, YG, SM, DSP, and Cube. And they looked to correct six types of unfair contractual terms. So the ones that FNC were had were they asked FNC to stop imposing excessive penalties on contract cancellations, which would be they were charging the trainees or idols two to three times the amount they invested in them. And another one was that they could cancel contracts for any ambiguous reasons. So they could call they could say morality clauses were like a thing because they weren't being moral enough. So it made it really hard for the idols and the trainees to kind of fight against that because yeah. how, how, how can you, right? No, you can't. Right. FNC basically voluntarily accepted these changes. And that was the end of that, apparently. The reason why I chose FNC is because my son, Sol, is part of P1 Harmony. And I am truly concerned about my son's safety with FNC because slave contracts... <laughs> religious sect like these rumors are well their unfair contracts isn't a rumor and it's what i'm about to say sounds crazy but this next scandal is part of the burning sun scandal and the fact that it's not the last scandal says a lot right so for those of you who may not know the burning sun scandal in south korea was this huge scandal uh, where a lot of entertainments were entertainers were involved. And it was pretty much if you were a woman, you weren't a person. You weren't even a thing. You were just nothing. Right. So CN Blue, one of its members, Lee Jung Hyun, was caught in the Burning Sun scandal, where it first came with allegations that he had participated in viewing illicit videos and that he had had inappropriate conversations degrading women. And... This was like at the very beginning where this was all alleged. A couple of days later, he actually came forward and admitted to his participation in the chat and that he did watch videos and said horrible things. He this was all the Burning Sun scandal was March. It wasn't until August that he left the group, which is basically six months later. This was 2019. So FNC basically said to the original allegations and to his subsequent confession that Jonghyun was in a period of reflection while fulfilling his enlistment. That was literally all they said. The reason why I think and a lot of netizens think that he left the group was because after he admitted to being a horrible human, right? He continued, obviously, to be a horrible human. So it wasn't until August of that year that a YouTuber released messages where he made some really gross and questionable comments to her, which brought up the fact that he was still in the group and nothing had really happened. So the company says and he says that it took him like a long time to leave the group because he was enlisted. But I don't know, like it just doesn't sound... I think he was just hoping to kind of sweep it under the rug and continue doing his thing because even after you're cut in such a big scandal, 
you're still sending disgusting messages to people like my guy and and also if you guys want to know more about the burning sun scandal we went into as clean of detail possible in our yg episode because it's truly disturbing and it 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 would require like hours and hours of just you know being horrified so we went into a i don't want to call it palatable but uh enough level of detail for you to know the gist of it without being disturbed in our yg episode so you can check it out i researched that part and i literally i had to take a break because it was too much so the fact that his scandal isn't even the top scandal of fnc says a lot and i think the only reason is because he didn't go to jail but he's disgusting and i'm glad he is gone because gross okay so going from a burning sun scandal we now move to i think would be fnc's biggest scandal to date and that has to do with aoa their girl group and it involves mainly two members Jimin and Mina. We want to add a trigger warning to this section, like specifically for like self-harm. If you're sensitive to literally anything regarding a person's mental health or their well-being, just skip the section. So basically what happened was um, in July of 2020, former member Mina posted a lengthy Instagram post under a screenshot of a text message she got from someone telling her to get lost with like curses and stuff like that. In that post and in subsequent follow-up post, Mina detailed years of bullying by AOA leader Jimin. So basically Mina says that she decided to speak out in 2020 because Jimin's dad passed away and it kind of triggered like a memory for her because when her ha- her dad passed away a couple years earlier, she alleged that she was bullied into working through it and was told at the time that she was lowering everyone's mood and to just kind of suck it up buttercup pretty much. I don't think my eyes can bulge out of my face any harder. Yeah. And, and I remember part of this, like when we first started like getting in, like I remember the news about them, their names ring all the bells. So Mina asked in one of the Instagram posts that she put was why she had to suffer uh, from not even seeing her dad. She says that when her dad passed away, he was calling her name, but she couldn't make it to the hospital. And while this happened to her, Jimin was given time off to be with her dad and her dad was provided a VIP room in a hospital. So this was kind of like the trigger event yeah. um, that kind of made her speak out, she says. And she also goes on to detail how she's had to go through scar removal procedures from cutting her wrist uh due to all of the trauma and mental stress and illness that the bullying cost her she did try to unalive herself a couple times and that she didn't leave aoa because she wanted to pursue her acting career she left it because of the bullying she says so this all happened in july in august of that same year fnc responded to mina's statements and they basically apologized to mina for not managing aoa better and wished her a speedy recovery They said they didn't respond immediately because they didn't want to create more sensation uh, regarding the story. And they said that Mina's health was more important than publicly stating what was right or wrong 
about the events and situations. And they also said that Jimin had decided to leave the group on her own accord and that she wanted to retire from the entertainment industry. There's a twist. So in that same year, Dispatch, even Dispatch got involved, released a series of texts and recorded conversations between Mina and the rest of the members, as well as Mina and the FNC managers. So basically, Mina went public in July, but as of April of 2020, she had already started to have this back and forth between her, Jimin, and the other members about everything that had happened to her. And they even had like, once she went public, they even had like a group meeting where they talked about it and where Jimin like apologized and it was it's it's like very very messy so in dispatch reports they released the series of texts between Jimin and Mina where they kind of talk about what's going on and Mina harasses Jimin about what she did and Jimin tries to apologize without apologizing it's insane. They also released some conversations between Mina and the FNC managers because at this point, netizens were kind of like turning a tide. Mm. Like they were kind of going, wait a second. Right. Is Mina actually the victim here? Basically, the manager said that Mina was often unprofessional and bratty. And so netizens speculated that the reason why Jimin had to confront her a lot was because of her horrible attitude. So they say, based on the dispatch article, that because Mina was so bratty, the only way she would listen was when Jimin was harsh with her. Because if she wasn't harsh, she wouldn't respond. So it's like, it kind of like went full yeah, circle. Yeah, total 180. Right. And and so I personally don't know who to believe and like what actually happened. There's so many. It is true that Mina has scars on her body and that she had a very rough time because she has the receipts to prove it. Jimin might have tried to do the best by the group, but we won't know. The The weird thing is that the group sort of backed up Mina's claims, but also when they met that day to talk it out they didn't really shit on Jimin mm. right like you would think if they had seen somebody do that much bullying to someone in their group and that person actually has the courage to speak up they would say okay we are not alone let's get this right it was very much when in some of the conversations when Jimin was apologizing and saying that she would leave the group the other members were like no, you leaving the group won't solve anything. So it's just, it's very, very messy, very messy. If you guys want to see everything that Dispatch released, all of the Instagram posts that Mina released, we'll have them on our blog if you really want to go down that route. But it is, it is insane. I personally just think that it's crazy that FNC let it get to the stage. They're managed by this company that literally, for the most part, entertainment companies don't let their idols even breathe without them knowing. So the fact that all of this happened, it's insane to me. Like, what were they even fucking doing? I don't think clearly they weren't doing anything. And I think it has to do a lot with that whole system of like why K-pop has leaders to begin with. Mm -hmm. And it's like the leader is supposed to like act as a liaison between the company and the members. And they're supposed to like solve problems and, you know, work shit out on their own. So I think Jimin probably 
I don't know anything about them or anything. So this is just conjecture, an assumption. Jimin may have been trying to handle things on her own in the wrong way and literally ended up setting off a member's mental health or or who knows because maybe she maybe Mina was a problem all along I don't know we don't know I I honestly I look through it and I still don't know like yeah it it's very weird but definitely FMC was wrong for not 100% like way sooner how how can I trust them with my son you can't you can't it's it's insane if anyone's wondering Jimin, who said that she wanted to retire from the entertainment industry, is fully back singing. And she was actually part of a rapper reality show. And people are kind of like cheering her on. She was actually earlier this year on a radio show with one of the members, or I think two of the members from AOA. So obviously, they're still talking. Or everyone is a bad person. Right. So it's it's very, very weird. Very weird. But some of the things Mina was saying or, or alleging were insane. If you guys watch K-dramas, there's sometimes like in the school K-dramas, the bullying storyline mm. where you're like, how the fuck is this even real? Or like when you're watching a Mexican telenovela when the bad person is like super bad and they do all these things and they call people esquinkla and all that kind of stuff (laughs) it's like that like I don't understand how people could do those things like where that hatred and that horrible place comes from so the things that she was alleging are really really dark but then the fact that she's fully back in the entertainment industry and everyone's cheering her on is just I don't know man great gray 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 i knew fmc was going to have some scandals but i didn't think it was going to be like this not to this extent yeah because like Mm. you said we heard about their names when we first started getting into k-pop but i didn't really look into it and now that i did i wish i could take it back like i know the world is an ugly place but like i i don't think i needed to know that i know i remember just seeing like the the post from dispatch where they were listing or like showing the screenshots from the conversations and like the translations weren't really available. So I don't think we like looked into the detail of it at the time. We just knew shit was going down between them. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's ooh, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we can move on from that, but we're going to have to. Just before we move on to the next company, just a couple of things. FNC artists are on Weavers as of 2021. You can find P1 Harmony, Cherry Bullet, CN Blue One Weavers. I would like to note that SF9 is nowhere to be found. I don't know if it's because a lot of the members are enlisted, but it just feels like P1 Harmony has kind of taken priority over SF9 in terms of like boy groups, mm-hmm. which like I get they're younger, they're cuter. But also like I hope that once SF9 is mostly whole, they'll get the attention and the backing from FNC that they need, right? Agreed. And yeah, that's that's FNC for you. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys. See you mm-hmm. soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!